Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, June 22nd, 2020. What's going on? How are you? How's it going? Wake up, wake up, you sleepy heads. Get out, get out, get out of bed. What is that? Is that that's a fucking musical, isn't it? Is that from Annie? Huh? Annie, a.k.a. Bill Burr is a chick. <laughs> um, that's right. If I was born a red-headed chick, I would have ended up in an orphanage. But my parents, because I was a male, decided, well, we can put them to work on the farm. None of that is true. Um, anyway, I'm out here. It's like fucking almost, uh, it's a quarter to six in the morning. And, um, you know, I got the kiddos and all that shit now. So I got to knock this thing out before every, everything, everybody gets up. You know, my wife's all nervous. You know, I just started to get to me. But boo, boo, boo. So you got to fucking get when you're like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I know what you're saying. Could you not disappear and play drums and leave me with two kids? And it's like, okay, I get it. You know, evidently you're not excited about my improvements in my hobby that bring no money into this house. You know, I could become, you know, if it wasn't for my wife, I could become one of the greatest drummers who earns no money playing never is in a band or really jams with anybody else in the history of my neighborhood on this particular street, on this side of the street. I could be the best, you know, providing nobody else in the street plays drums. I could be the best, you know, but you know, you know, your wife, (laughs) always grabbing you by the ankles and pulling you down. So there goes that dream. Um, Fortunately, my son, He's been sleeping pretty solid through the night already. He's just a chill little dude, which is awesome. But still, um, you know, it is what it is. So we're just trying to get through the first three months here. Um, Coming up on week three already, if you can believe it. Crazy. June 22nd, though, people, you know what that means? Yesterday, Father's Day. Dad. Um, Father's Day yesterday was the longest day of the year. Now they're starting to shorten up. Now they're starting to shorten up. But I never used to know that. I used to never, never used to pay attention to the autumnal equinox and whatever the other one's called. Or the summer solstice. What, what, that, that's for like people who can like look up, look up at the sky and fucking navigate their way to a McDonald's. You know, by using the uh, the guy with the bow and arrow. Can we be honest here? None of those things look like any of those other things, do they? None of the things when you look up the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper. I will give you that, but there's no fucking bear up there. There's no guy with the bow and arrow. Or maybe that's just beyond my fucking skill set. I have no, I have no idea. Summer solstice. I see what Joe Saturday, June twentieth. What happens in the summer solstice? I don't know. At the summer solstice, the sun travels the longest path through the sky, and that day therefore has the most daylight. When the summer solstice solstice happens 
in the northern hemisphere, the northern, you guys all know this part, the North Pole is tilted 23.4 degrees, parentheses 23.27, 23 degrees, 27, what? Inches towards the sun. Six months later, the South Pole is inclined 23.4 degrees towards the sun. Isn't that something? That is something, Bill. That's what's called information nobody needs to know. And why do I need to know that, huh? Am I growing fucking snow peas in the backyard that I got to take down to fucking harvest? No, I'm not. Shout out to all the farmers who bring their shit to the farmer's market, you know, who raise their snow peas organically, you know, who don't slap around their chickens. Told you I saw that thing. Sorry, just yawned there. I told you I saw that fucking thing where they were saying chickens can count to 10. They can see more colors than we can. You know? What number do you think they needed to count to so we wouldn't eat them? You know, there's a fine line between getting eaten and not getting eaten by human beings. And furthermore, there's a fine line between being an animal that is now not eaten, and now you also have a job. You know? It's like horses are psyched that we don't eat them. At least in this country, we don't. All right? For whatever fucking reason. I mean, horses, if you really look at them, are just good-looking cows. You know? Nice long necks. Got the beautiful feathered hair. You know, cows are just sort of like, the, you know, their fat cousin. <laughs> Sloppy tits hanging all over the place. She's a good time, though, right? Um, <laughs> but the mistake they make is they, they, they were too, I don't know what, they, they still got a job. I mean, horses have to look at dogs going like, do you realize how, how lucky you are you're that fucking small? What's the difference between you and me? All right, besides the pause, what's, what's the difference? The difference is, is you get to lay around on a porch, get your fucking belly scratched, and I'm out here pulling the goddamn uh, fucking plows. Don't horses do that? What exactly people have horses with? Hey, take people to town. Now, fuck, I'm going to be yawning through this whole thing. I just got to knock this out, because if I knock this out, then I can go right into, uh, you know, hanging with my daughter who by the way fucking trashed me so goddamn bad the other day it was amazing you know her imagination is like off the charts so she either wants to be called christopher robin now or sal or uh who else i can't even keep up with it right like she won't even respond to her name lately so I make her a chicken burrito. Granted, it's a white version of it. I used what I had in the fridge. So I used actually the mozzarella cheese. I know, that's not a real one, but whatever. I I threw some fucking guacamole in there. All right, it was a bastardized white version appropriation of, you know, Mexican food. Okay, and I'm guilty. And I meant no disrespect. Okay, I don't think they should build the wall. Um, So I fucking, (laughs) I make this thing. Um, by the way, before I tell you this fucking story, what, what the fuck happened to the Food Network? 
What happened to the Food Network? I mean, it used to be people on there teaching you how to fucking cook. And then all of a sudden, it became those people competing with people on other fucking shows, like the Battle of the Network Stars, except they were still all cooking. Well, Battle of the Network Stars, you had a bunch of actors. They weren't trying to outact each other. Next thing you know, they were running track and rowing boats. They got outside their skill sets. The Food Network has these fucking people in like a, with, with, with the music, you would think it would be a battle to the death. Like they were cooking for a king, and if he didn't like your fucking, uh, your, your little fricassee, you know? Cook! Where's my horse and pfeffer? Right? If he just doesn't fucking like it, then you're going to be put to death, right? And they just, all they do is they're just fucking, they don't have enough ingredients, they don't have enough fucking time. So then they wear that out. And what comes on now, now, then they, now they got fucking kids. These weirdo fucking kids making these crazy dishes. Like the level of information that's out there. If you, when I was a kid, dude, if your kid could make a fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you were like, wow, man, this kid's an honor student. If he could actually make an egg over easy without breaking the fucking yolk, you know, and the toast was sort of fucking warm when the whole thing came together, you, you were like... I mean, I think you put a bumper sticker on the back of your car. My eight-year-old can fucking make an egg over easy. Right? Now you got these little fuckers. They're coming in there. This is a fucking, you know, Asian-infused gourmet fucking uh, backside fakey fucking pancake. Whatever the fuck they're doing. I, I, I really do not like super smart kids. They fucking creep me out. They, they, they are the closest thing to robots before, you know? You ever see one of these little kids come on? They're like fucking four years old and they, they're playing like Mozart on a goddamn, uh, like one of those, those fucking cellos or something. I mean, it's an amazing thing to do, but it's fucking creepy. Just seeing their little fingers going up and down the fretboard, that expressionless look on their face. Is their childhood is just slipping away because they have to they have to practice. Be funny if you went you went to some sort of some sort of event you know some sort of uh, what do they call it? convention of advanced children, and they go up there and they show their talents. You know what I mean? They're on a unicycle flipping the bulls onto their head like the red panda lady. Oh fuck! Sorry about the yawning. Right. Um, I promise that's the last yawn on the mic. The rest of the yawns will be off the mic, but you will know I'll be yawning. Um, I would love to go to one of those events. And as they're doing their fucking, whatever, their skill, whatever the fuck it is, you know? Tuning up a fucking Cessna, you know, as a four-year, whatever the fuck they're doing. I, I would just love to be in the back, just being like, Terrible parents! You only get one childhood, let him have one! Look what happened to Michael Jackson! <coughs> Sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. Why would you do that to a kid? Why does a kid need to play a cello that good at four? He's a prodigy. Okay, great. Well, he's got all of his fucking life with that talent to get good. You know? 
And how many of those fucking cello prodigies ever come up with the fucking... Do they ever write their own stairway to heaven? They don't. They just sit down going, da what da da You know, Flight of the Bumblebee? You know, everybody just sits there fucking clapping. You know? It's like that guy who decided his baby was going to be an NFL quarterback. And you got to commend the guy. The kid, the kid actually made it. You know, Andre Agassi's dad decided he was going to be a, just decided. You know something? I think I draw the line with sports. Because at least your kid's playing, right? Supposed to sit in there fucking, you know, learn how to play a cello is not playing. I don't think it's jamming either. That's just fucking, you know, keeping your, 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 terrifyingly silent father happy when you when he comes home after his fucking whatever the fuck he wanted to do you just wish one of those little kids when the dad would come in the overbearing father would come in he's just looking at him he'd just take that bow and point it yeah just stick around right his fucking chest be like hey dad no disrespect okay but you know uh, how about i get a slingshot you know can i go play fucking wiffle ball you know how am i going to get any pussy whatsoever Playing this fucking music from 9,000 fucking years ago. That fucking creepy ass music. Um, I'm going to get some emails in this one. You know, just to let you know, as a parent of a gifted child, I want you to know that when, he, when my child was two years old, We ordered some shawarma, and he just instinctively went to the fridge, got some Greek yogurt, and then to the spice rack and some dried dill. This is his choice to do this, not ours. I have quit my job. I drive around the country, and I watch him make this, his own tahini. I've lost friends. And I just want you to know that your response is so typical of someone with a normal child. I am done apologizing for having a gifted child, okay? If, and I'll tell you right now, if my child is attracted to a spice rack, um, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's people with just regular old kids are just jealous of the ones that can play Boom, 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 boom. You know, I wouldn't know what that's like because I don't have regular kids. And when you see my daughter stepping up to the plate, you know, I'm a typical parent. You know, your kid does anything. You're like, oh, my God, are they a scientist? Um, I woke up today with that Doobie Brothers song in my head. Taking it to the streets. I don't know why. I'm trying to think why. I think because I got up earlier than I wanted to. Once again, taking a hit. It's what you do as a dad. You take those feelings and you bury them. No one cares. No one cares, dad. No one cares that you're fucking tired. No one cares that you're going to hit a wall at about 7.32 in the fucking morning and there's a whole fucking five hours left before you're even in the vicinity of a fucking nap, Right? Nobody gives a fuck. Okay? I'll tell you right now, if, if the, 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 the goddamn uh, um, script was flipped, you know, 
that Rachel Meadows or Matt Tat, whatever, the, the chick who cried when Trump got fucking elected, which, by the way, is starting to look like maybe the proper response. <laughs> um, oh, God. That fucking dope. I don't wear a mask, and now I'm going to have a rally and have a bunch of people. These fucking poor people, they're all going to get fucking sick, too. You know, and it's not just on the right. People also did it on the left. All You know, but I, I get it. People, if, I don't understand. This is my question, okay? And this has nothing to do with the left or the right. This just has to do with fucking people getting back to work. If every time these banker cunts fuck up, we can somehow print a bunch of extra money because they're too big to fail. At what point are they just going to print a bunch of fucking money so we can buy a bunch of tests? Everybody can get tests. The sickies stay home and the other people go to work so we can get fucking on with our lives. Now you got a third of the population poking their fucking heads out like meerkats when they're trying to go at a fucking cobra that they're trying to keep out of their den. We're all fucking doing that now. Bobbing and weaving, bobbing and weaving on this invisible thing that we can't see, and it just keeps giving us the overhand right, right there, Fred. Ugh. I wonder if news people are sick of talking about COVID. Like, ah, oh, fuck, they came out of their houses. Now there's a spike. Jesus Christ, we gotta, we gotta go again. How many times can we stand in front of this colored-in fucking map? Um, why don't they make it great again and get everybody fucking test? Why don't they do that? Why don't they do that? Now all the conspiracy theorists, this is going to be the biggest fucking money grab by super rich people. Um, yeah, they always take advantage. Rich people take advantage during the downtimes. Now, part of it's, a lot of it is shitty, but the other side, you can't get mad that they're fucking good with money you know, actually, you know, I, I, I couldn't do that to somebody. They're fucking losing everything. And then you fucking come by and get everything in bargain basement prices. You just tell yourself that's how the game's played. All right. I know I know that guy. I know I've known him since grade school, but I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy his old lawnmower and I'm going to, expand my landscaping business, whatever the fuck it is you're doing. I don't know. I just hope that they somehow, you know, God bless these fucking people working tirelessly to find a fucking cure because, um, you know, it's not even the mouth breathing morons that are going out at this point. People just, they got to fucking make money. You know why? Cause these banker cunts, if they could, they could just hit pause like a video game, they can't just hit fucking pause, can't do that. Nope, they're going to get their fuck. God forbid those fucking evil cunts. The most evil of all evil people are the bankers. I've, I've determined that, you know, slightly behind is people who fucking damage the environment, you know, and box out new cleaner technologies. <clears throat> fucking evil cunts. I mean, Jesus, talk about fucking heartless goddamn people. How fucking heartless do you have to fucking be? You know, why can't they be a warm, fuzzy person like me? You know, I think when you guys think of a sunshiny cunt, you think of me. I like to think that I'm (laughs) the poster child for that. 
No, I'm not. I am a cunt, but I am going to do something nice for somebody. Okay. I'm actually doing it for me selfishly because I love this place. Uh, that Troubadour uh, podcast is going down. Next Monday, I'm going to do a show. I'm going to do a, a fucking podcast live to tape. However, they used to say it back in the day. Live in front of no studio audience. I'm going to do my podcast there. I'm going to have autographed posters that you can buy. There's going to be a donation button. Um, and all the proceeds, minus the shipping costs, um, are going to go to the Troubadour. And hopefully we keep that wonderful venue alive. And um, I don't know. Beyond that, I, I, don't know, uh, I don't know what else I can do to try and help people out other than try to be a silly cunt twice a week on this fucking thing. So that's going down next week. And uh, I know everybody's struggling out there. Whatever you can donate, you know, just or watch, whatever. You know, if you can't donate anything, just fucking tune in. Hopefully I'll make you laugh. I am excited to be on a fucking stage again to see what that, what's going to, you know, what's going to come out of me. You know, at this point, I might just do a little bit of stand-up, right? Do some fucking topical shit. That, you know, by the time, you know, the clubs fucking open up again, it's not going to matter. You know, just burn those fucking bits. Burn it in some fucking bits. You don't know me, but I'm your brother. Michael McDonald. I bet his dogs love him. You know, just sitting there singing along with him. Um, I ain't blind, but I don't like what I think I see, right? Okay, anyway. Um, what'd you guys do for far this day? I had a wonderful day playing with my daughter, holding my son. You know, my wife actually gave me the green light to go fly a helicopter yesterday. And uh, I decided, uh, Father's Day, a father should be with his family, right? When they're young and cute and they still like you. I think when you get older, you're just like, oh, Jesus, maybe I'll go for a walk. Um, What do you want for Father's Day? Uh, Just to kind of get away from the uh, resentment. Maybe that. You know, I got a, a bunch of my friends that their kids are in their teenage years, and all they do is just get trashed in their own house. Um. Everybody, the mom piles on. It's just, <laughs> I don't know what happened. So I'm really trying to enjoy the first 10 years before it becomes, uh, you know, what's the deal with dad? Uh, but I had a great day. My lovely wife made me a chicken palm and a nice arugula salad. And then she made me some chocolate chip cookies. And I'll tell you right now, old uh, daddy Warbucks here is off his diet. He's back on cigars, and uh, I am right at the precipice of becoming a fat fuck who smokes cigars again, and uh, I I am just going to nip it in the bud. All right? That's it. It's done. Okay? I had a little slip up, and I'm coming back. All right? I'm doing my cooks today. Nothing but healthy meals, you know? And I'm done with the sugar. And I'm going to get right back to where I was. So this time it's good because usually I get up into the buck 80s. Now I'm just back up to the mid-170s. I got to go fucking back down again. It's, it's difficult. The old ebb and flow. 
you know, back and forth, back and forth, fucking back and forth. I always get right to the point of almost getting the washboard middle back again. I get like with literally within five pounds and then I don't know what happens. I go out and I get a steak and cheese and I eat it and I look down and it looks like my stomach hasn't come out. I go, wow, you know, I kind of got a little fucking two week pass here. And it's just incredible the fucking damage that you can do in two weeks. There is no there is no workout you can fucking do short of just starving yourself. And even then, that's stupid, right? Starving yourself because you're just taking away muscle and you're just going to be this fucking fleshy so-and-so. Um, it's just unreal. It's unfucking real That's why I love watching Fuck, uh, Fuck That's Delicious with Action Bronson and all his friends. I love watching that show because I'm watching a bunch of people doing whatever it is, whatever the fuck they want to do. And there really is something to be said for that. You know, I just watched the latest one that I saw that he went to Ireland. And uh, Action Bronson goes, I'm going to be honest with you. This is, I'm, this is my fifth time or something like that to this country, and I am 0 for 5 on good food. <laughs> then, of course, he found, he found some great places. Um, but I got to tell you, I don't know how the fuck that guy eats the way he does smokes the way he does, and then actually can go do a fucking show after that. That is an incredible fucking skill set. I don't know, how, how do you fight off the nap? I would, I would just be fucking done. Um, one of my favorite shows out there. And then they got one of their friends is somehow skinny, and he seems to eat the same way they do. I don't know how he does it. He must like really. He must really be into that portion control shit. Um. All right. Anyways, and that's on the Vice Channel. You got to check that out. All right. Let me do. Uh, let me do a couple of reads here before everybody in my house gets up and it gets fucking crazy. You fucking crazy. Where now? You know, Guns N' Roses back in the day, they used to play that place. That's why they played the Troubadour uh, to kick off before when they all got back together again. At least three of them got back together, right? You know, maybe I'll do a little. I'll do a little bald Axl Rose. You know, bald Billy, bald Billy Rose when I'm there. You're fucking crazy, winning Um. All right, Meundies, everybody. Hi friends. Oh wait, let's let's sing here. Let's let's sing a little fucking uh thing. Ba do 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 me undies, me undies, your kids will fucking hate you soon. Do 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 me undies, me undies when they're done with the cartoons. They get into their teen years, they think you're a dick. You're still paying for shit and it makes you sick. Maybe you're psyched then when they fucking go to college. The ungrateful son of a son. Da 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 do do. See that? I didn't say son of a bitch because then I'd be fucking making fun of my wife there. All right, MeUndies, everybody. Hi, friends. So you may have heard MeUndies before. They're on pretty much every podcast ever. You may, it may have heard of MeUndies, all right. But besides that, MeUndies makes the world's most soft and sustainable underwear. They literally design their undies for comfort and self-expression. So whether you opt for solid black or, un- or a unicorn print, 
ladies. Uh, you'll do it all as comfortable as a cuddly kitten. Alliteration. Okay, I get it. A cuddly kitten. Well, that just was a bad image for me. Because when I think of cuddly kittens, I think that don't fuck with cats. Um, it's time to get rid of your tattered old undies. MeUndies, MeUndies offers endless options for those looking up, looking to up their undies game. You can choose a monthly membership, Build-A-Pack. Build-A-Berg? No, Build-A-Pack. I wonder if people in the Build-A-Berg group, you know, I wonder if they wear these underwear. MeUndies, MeUndies, you're pressing every fucking body. MeUndies, MeUndies, I'm taking it all for me. I'm going to fuck you while I'm dressed like a yak. If you say what we're doing here, I'll give you a smack. The world is meant for all of us. Fuck everybody else. Do-do-do-do-do. Don't your Illuminati balls feel soft? Um, you can choose a monthly membership, build a pack, and you can even match your undies with your other half. Your split personality? No, silly. The person you live with. No matter what you choose, you'll get a soft, sustained... I wonder if stalkers buy them for their... Uh, sorry. No matter what... <laughs> What you choose, you'll get a soft, sustainable pair of undies delivered straight to your door with free shipping. Win-wins all around. MeUndies are made with soft, sustainable fabric and available in sizes extra small, extra small and to 4XL. From black to unicorn, MeUndies prints are made for your self-expression. Um, what are the black ones for? Is just somebody all moody? I don't feel good. Well, yo, why does the black gotta be negative? <clears throat> why couldn't you get the unicorn and be an ally? Whatever the fuck you want. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first time per... You get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer, especially because they have 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first order, free shipping, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Burr. That's MeUndies, M-E-U-N-D-I-E-S dot com slash Burr, B-U-R-R. <coughs> okay, who's next? Who's next? Who? All right. Simply Safe with Policy Genius on deck. Simply Safe. What's the number one sign of a bad home security system. I've said it before. You open your eyes in the morning and there's a guy with a bloody axe at the end of your fucking bed. No, that's not it. A home security system. Okay, what's the number one sign of a bad home security system? Oh, they get into it before that that fucking guy with the axe even gets into your house. A home security system that's so complicated, you never use it. That is exactly the type of home security system Simply Safe has spent a decade fighting against. They believe that simply that simple is safer, and it's exactly why Simply Safe is the home security for right now. When feeling safe at home has never been more important. Simply, yeah, you don't want your neighbors sneaking into your house and sneezing all over everything. Oh, the door is open. I just wanted to borrow some sugar. You and your COVID lefty Hollywood disease, get the fuck out of my house. Uh, Simply Safe was designed to eat to be easy. <laughs> Take it easy. Used easy to use while protecting your whole home. 24, 24 7. Order online 
with the click of a button. The exact same way some creeps find their their wives, you can get a Simply Safe home security system. Open the box, no pun intended. <laughs> Place the census, plug it in, and your home is protected around the clock. Dude, that's the shit. No technician or salesperson has to come and disrupt your house. Wonderful. Nobody has to put on booties when they come in your house. You don't need to pay any outrageous monthly fees or sign a two-year contract. Simply Safe was named best overall home security of 2020. Ah! See, yeah, I get up early to not cut the podcast. Now I'm not going to be worth a shit as a parent. By U.S. News and World Report. Um, so-and-so for World Report. And their 24-7 professional monitoring and emergency dispatch starts at 50 cents a day. Head to simplysafebird.com and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. What do you mean you want to give it back? Did anybody kill you in the last 60 days? Well, then you got to keep it. Simply safe as that. That's simplysafebird.com to make sure they know that we sent you. Simplysafebird.com. Is that slash burr? I don't, there's no slash or period. All right. And lastly, but not leastly, you got to be honest. When you came up in school, you were jealous of this smart kid. The same reason why I don't like gifted children. I just, I don't like precocious children. Okay? Act your age. Okay? Don't be fucking, you know, coming here with 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 your precociousness because every fucking thing you do your parents sit there going like oh my god isn't that amazing i can't believe that look at look how he's holding the fork i mean that is just you know you know those fucking kids who come over and they have nothing but praise so they think they actually have something to contribute and what do they do they start running their fucking yaps when adults are talking it's like hey stupid okay i'm not your parents i'm not blown away by your intellect you're fucking annoying Okay? Stop doing your little cartwheel. It's not impressive. And by the way, you got your fucking legs tucked in, so really it's not a cartwheel. It looks like you're starting to do a cartwheel and then you're fucking scared of it. I think less of you every time you do the cartwheel. Jesus, Bill, what's wrong with you? I don't know. All right, policy genius. With everything going on right now, a lot of people are asking if it's even possible to buy life insurance at all. The short answer is yes. I don't want to be a dick, but a shorter answer would have been no. It's one less word. All right. I'm sorry. I'm a stats guy. Um, Except when it comes to figuring out who's going to win the playoffs because the regular season doesn't mean shit. Unless you're just looking at what they did against a team that's actually going to be there in January. Sorry. I know I always have to bring it up. You can buy life insurance during a pandemic. And if you have loved and if you have loved ones, depending on your income, you probably should. You know, if I was like a fucking hermit, I would still get life insurance and I would just pick some random person as the beneficiary just to fuck, just to, just to mind fuck them for the rest of their life. Like, why did this, why did he do that? You know, creep them out. Did he love me? Um, as an insurance marketplace, Policy Genius is, Policy Genius is in contact with the life insurance companies on their platform every day. They're, they, they're keeping track of all the changes in the market so you don't have to, which means they can get you covered quickly and for the best price. Here's how it works. If, if, if you were just sitting at home going, well, how the fuck does that work? Well, relax. Take it down a few. 
Here's how it works. Policy Genius, this is what they do, okay? They compare, they compare quotes from the top life insurance companies in one place. It takes just a few minutes to compare quotes from the top insurers to find your best price. This, does, this, 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 this doesn't just save a lot of legwork. You could save $1,500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policy. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape for free. So if you hit any special bumps during the application process, they'll be there to take care of everything. So if you're, if you're one of the many people looking to buy life insurance right now, which you have to do, if you have loved ones, you got to know if you keel over during the middle of eating your fucking, you know, uh, spaghetti and clams, linguine over there, whatever the fuck you're eating. And you go face down into the plate in, in, in your, the, the second dish, right? You had your antipasta. Now you had your pasta. She's coming over with the fish and you go fucking face fucking down. I'll tell you, the last thing you're going to be thinking of is you're drowning in that Alfredo sauce is why the fuck didn't I go to a policy genius? It's so simple and easy, all right? So if you're one of the many people looking to buy life insurance right now, but you're not sure where to start, head to policygenius.com. Policy Genius will, let, will find you the best rate and handle the process completely. They'll get you and your family protected and hopefully give you one less thing to worry about. And you know what? I got one less thing for you guys to worry about. When is Bill going to finish that story of his daughter trashing him? I just remembered. All right? So I made the white guy taco. No, sorry. Uh, uh, burrito. So my daughter takes a baby bite into it. First of all, she goes, I don't like burritos. I go, trust me, you're going to like this thing. You know, I had some chicken, a little mozzarella. And I put a little fucking guacamole on top. Okay. I didn't, okay. What, what do you want from me? I am a gringo. It was a gringo fucking burrito. Gringo burrito. Oh, man, that sounds like a fucking winner at a food truck, right? For a little bit. He's appropriating our slur against him. Um, well, what I thought I was doing is the way black people made the N-word sound cool when they said it to each other. I thought I could do that with gringo. Cancel him and his food truck immediately. Bill, what were you thinking? I don't know. Um, sorry, right there. I just took you. the my, my, That was my entire career of my food truck, Mexican-infused food truck. Gringo burrito. (laughs) From your favorite neighborhood cunt comes the gringo burrito. So I made a gringo burrito, right? And uh, my daughter took a little bite into it, and she goes, Dad, this is, Dada, this is yuck. I go, what are you talking about? She goes, it's yuck. I I don't like it. She's pushing the plate away. So I go, give me a moment. I was sitting there going, well, I did not use the authentic ingredients here, right? So uh, this is like when Orange Crush went from the real sugar to fucking whatever the fuck else they started putting in there. So I took a bite out of it, and I was like, sweetheart, I go, not only, I go, not only is this still, I go, what did I say? Oh, fuck, I already forgot what I said. I go, this is literally delicious. And she looks at me, she goes, it's literally yuck. <laughs> So I go, sweetheart, and then she goes, it's Sal. Call me Sal. And I, I didn't know what to do after that. Um, anyways, um, shout out, rest in peace to the great, 
one-of-a-kind Jim Kick, the two-time Super Bowl champion of the Miami Dolphins, the undefeated Miami Dolphins in 1972, uh, one half of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, the nickname, back when they always had great nicknames back then, Larry Zonka and Jim Kick, and then they also had Mercury Morris, and they had, like, who was it, Larry Little, what was those guys who were blocking for him? Bob Greasy, you know, all of those guys in the fucking, were they the no-name defense? I think they were. You'd think if you went undefeated and won the Super Bowl and went back-to-back and went to three straight Super Bowls, your your defense could get a nickname, especially back then. But the no-name defense, I guess that is a nickname. Um, the great Jim Kick, uh, once, um, once again, has passed away. And uh, I don't know. I hate when I said, you know, those guys. I mean, he was a little before my time, but I I read a bunch of shit on him as I was growing up. Um, So rest in peace. The only modern, actually undefeated team in NFL history, 1929 uh, Green Bay Packers, which they don't count. They went 12-0-1. Two Bear teams went undefeated, but in, just in the regular season, like the 2007 Patriots, and then lost in the playoffs. Playoffs? So, uh, I don't know. That fucking blows. It's only 72 years old. Died of Alzheimer's. Yeah. All right, that's a bummer. But the great Jim Kick, thank you for... Uh, all the great football that you played, all those amazing highlights and being part of one of the greatest teams of all time, if not the greatest, uh, the 72 Dolphins. Okay. All right. Now, here we go. From a lady. 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 How many songs begin with lady? It was Kenny Rogers, right? Lady. You are something and you're something and I love you. Rest in peace, Kenny Rogers. Right? A lot of people like him for fucking his music. I like his little chicken shacks. All right. Lady Kenny Rogers lyrics. I guarantee you <clears throat> there's something in here now that women would have a problem with. All right. First line, he's good. Lady, I'm your knight in shining armor, and I love you. You have made me what I am, and I am yours. Jeez, Kenny going real sappy here. My love, there's so many ways I want to say I love you. How many people did this fucking song get in trouble? Why don't you ever say stuff like that to me? I don't know, because I don't have a fucking Santa Claus beard and a fucking chicken shack. Go fuck Kenny Rogers. Huh? I'm taking you to a drive-in movie. Am I or am I not? Let me hold you in my arms forevermore. You've gone and made me such a fool. I'm so lost in your love. And oh, girl, we belong together. Won't you believe in my song? Oh, my God. This had all Kenny's fucking friends shaking their head like, he ain't coming back from this one. Lady, for so many years, I thought I'd never find you. You have come into my life and made me whole. Forever let me wake to see you each morning. Each and every morning, let me hear you whisper softly in my yeah. All right, all right, Jesus Christ, I was wrong. All right, then there was that other one, that one of those fucking Ario speed bag, speed speed bag. 
um, ball bag fucking bands made. And I never got past the first lady. Remember those high-pitched, mustachioed, feathered-haired fucking weird? And that weird part where disco was over, but metal hadn't taken over. There was just this weird sort of effeminate-looking, like, stereo salesman-looking vibe that actually passed for rock stars before metal music saved it. And they took from the gay S&M scene and, and essentially were cross-dressers. They took it. They went. They they did uh, New York Dolls meets uh, Al Pacino and cruising, and rescued us from the effeminate dude working at Radio Shack look that those guys in all all of those fucking bands were. I couldn't name one of their fucking songs, but I know it when I hear it. The, the band that's Sticks, Ario Speedwagon, um. Oh, man, there was like a bunch of those. They existed in this weird area of rock, but not rock, but rock. Easy listening, but not easy listening. But hey, this is a little little light here and the loaf is there. Um, all right. From a lady. Dear Bill, I'm an Irish lady from Dublin. I'm an Irish lady from Dublin. I just want to tell you. I just want to say how much you've cheered me up. Uh, the past year, my husband passed away. Oh, no. As I'm doing a fucking bad accent. My husband passed away last year, two weeks after being diagnosed with cancer. The big casino. I started listening to the podcast then about grief and death and all things depressing. What? I started listening to the podcast then about grief and death and all things depressing. One day... I thought, what am I doing? Um, I need something to take my mind off sad things, so I started listening to your podcast. I have laughed out loud so many times. It's been a breath of breath. I'll tell you right now, if you can make somebody in Ireland laugh, that's, that's, that counts as, as uh, that's, that's an extra two points on the laugh. Those are some funny motherfuckers over them and, and people in Scotland. If you can make those fucking people laugh, it, makes, it just makes you feel good. Like, even better at your job. Um, it's, it's a breath of fresh air, and the mad thing is I kind of agree with you on a lot of things you say. Oh, Jesus. Maybe I'm a lunatic, too, but keep up the good work and go fuck yourself. Lots of love. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm so sorry what happened to your husband. Oh, man, that's a rough one. That's something every married person has to deal with. You know, who's going to go first? You know, nobody wants to die, but then, now I'm going to make her bummed out again. You know, oh, Jesus. Uh, why cyclists wear shoes and clothing? Oh, Jesus Christ. Someone's going to try You're going to try to correct me on this fucking thing? Yes, please tell me why after you buy the, 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 the fucking Tour de France level bike, you then went out and bought the whole fucking outfit. You know what I mean? That'd be like if you bought a sports car and then you drove down the street wearing a helmet with that onesie zip-up, that race car, a fire retardant suit with sponsors that aren't paying you. Um, I'll tell you right now, I, I like to try and keep an open mind here. Um, 
Oh man, you know, I've, I miss stand up so much. And now just thinking about how funny people in Ireland and Scotland are and how much fun I have when I do stand up over there. I, I, I can't wait for this Troubadour show. All right, there, I said it. I'm excited again. Old Billy is going to make his fucking comedy great again. Uh, okay, why cyclists wear shoes and clothing? I just want to commend this person for fucking writing in with this topic, knowing how like entrenched I am. Like that dumb cunt, like that lynching, I guess, was not considered a hate crime or something. Or, 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 I, don't even, I don't even know what. And there was one guy going, well, you know, we need to clarify it. Um, I should probably read up. I'll read up on that. And I'll fucking make fun of that shit on the next podcast. Um, all right. Why cyclists wear shoes and clothing? Hey, Billy Bitch Tits. I'm a mammal. Uh, middle-aged man in Lycra? <clears throat> Is that a country? What is that? L-Y-C-R-A. L-Y-C-R-A. Oh, it's a fabric. I thought that was a part of the world. I thought it was a country I never heard of. Is a fiber. That's like one of those ones on Jeopardy. Uh, what is the capital of Lycra? Oh, we got our daily double. Uh, Lycra is a fiber that is combined with other fibers to create fabrics used in many of the clothes you wear, including activewear, legwear, intimates, swimwear. Oh, spandex. Okay. All right. He's a mammal, middle-aged man in spandex, basically, in, in Lycra. And wh- let me, did I pronounce it correctly? Lycra. Let's see here. Pronunciation. I love that they have this little thing that you can hit it. Some fucking poor robot. Lycra. 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 All right. I was saying it right. All right. Lycra. Middle-aged man in Lycra. And wanted to shed some light on a few things. The shorts are to prevent chafing. I rode my bike everywhere I fucking went for for the first 20 years of my life. My balls were never chafing. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe because I had my baby balls at that point. Did they start chafing when I got older? Maybe I didn't ride my bike as much as I thought. I don't know. Baby balls on the Disney Channel. All right. The (laughs) The shorts are to prevent chafing. Wick sweat. What does that mean? Is that dick sweat? And have padding for the ass. When you start doing 50 to 100 mile rides, regular gym shorts just don't cut it for most people. Dude, am I supposed to believe that you're doing 50 to 100 mile rides every fucking day? There's people who go out for like a fucking five mile ride and they dress like Lance Armstrong. That's who I'm making fun of. 50, 100 miles. I don't give a fuck. You have a fucking lampshade on your head. I don't give a fuck. That's amazing. Um... The jersey is also to wick sweat. What the fuck does that mean? It's also to wick sweat and has... I got to look this up. Jesus Christ, with your fucking bicycle fashion uh, speak here. Wick sweat meaning. A moisture wicking fabric has two jobs. One, quickly moving wicking sweat to the fabric's outer surface, and the other is to drying rapidly so that your sweat doesn't saturate the fabric. 
All right. I don't know, dude. You sound like a fucking pussy to me. My balls get chafed, and then my shirt gets all sweaty, and I get a chill. If only there was a fabric that could help me with my problem. Could I get some more padding in my underwear? Why don't you just hire somebody to ride the bike for you? Good Lord. That's like people on motorized skateboards. Um... You know, when I was a kid, you had to push off yourself. And all of us now middle-aged with one leg a little longer than the other. Uh, The jersey is also to help wick sweat and has pockets in the back to keep food. Sweatpants have pockets. Cell phone keys, etc. You need to eat if you're riding for more than 90 minutes. And the jersey pocket allows you to grab food without stopping. You don't need to eat after 90 minutes. You just like doing it because you see these dumb cunts, not dumb cunts, these fucking athletes in the uh, uh, Tour de France doing it. It makes you feel, it's like the douche that when you go to play pickup football shows up with cleats and the fucking black shit under his eyes. Um, the tight fitting of the clothing is to keep them from flapping in the wind. Oh, for that time trial you're not doing? When you go over 20 miles per hour or bombing down a hill at 40 miles an hour, loose, loose clothing gets wicked annoying. I thought wick was removing the sweat. The shoes are attached. <laughs> I feel like I'm on the fashion channel. What are you wearing? Uh, The shoes are attached to the pedals because when you sprint or go up steep steep hills, your feet will come off when using regular flat pedals. That actually makes sense. I get that. It's also to keep your foot in the optimal position, which is helpful for both comfort uh, and injury prevention for long rides. Whoever thought there was a sport beyond golf that did more to help fucking people that sucked at it to be better at it? Um. My ass hurts when I ride this bicycle. Do you have any shorts? Do you have any shorts? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, sir. We have padding right in there for your ass. And this is the uh, the T-1000 shorts, the T standing for taint, where it'll protect your prostate. We've carved out the seat on your bicycle. So your taint, uh, I guess your prostate's right on the other side of that, like listening to it, you know, like what's on the other side of that door. You know, so we've cut that out. That'll be fine. Yeah, but, you know, now, now that my ass is padded, I just feel like my feet are coming out of the pedals. No problem. We got these slippers. They just clamp right in and, you know, gravity is not even a fucking issue anymore. All you have to do is just keep moving your fucking legs. Okay, great. But could you not use that language? Um, I do my best to not hold up cars. So being able to sprint all out when I do have to be in traffic is important, and the clipless pedals help a ton. Well, look at that. He's actually considerate. Um, The fucked up thing is they are called clipless pedals, but you have to clip into them. We know we look ridiculous, but the clothing is all about function. I'm sorry for the Freds you have to deal with. A Fred is a douche that spent a ton of money on his bike and gear, but his ability sucks. It would be like a person buying a Neil Pert-sized kit and not being able to play a basic drum beat all right well dude if you're one of those guys that's actually riding at a ridiculous fucking pace um i don't have a problem with it um i just discovered efforts for family and the show is fucking amazing please keep making episodes here is a deep cut for you albert collins 
Honey Hush. I, the Honey Hush sounds like it's going to have the exact opposite lyrics as Lady Honey Hush lyrics. Okay, uh, let them roll like a big wheel in a Georgia cotton field. Honey Hush. Oh, God, this isn't going to be about fucking slave labor, is it? Now, baby, come in this house. Stop all that yakety yak. This is what I wanted to hear. I say, come in this house, baby. Stop all that yakety yak. Come fix my supper. (laughs) Don't want no talking back. Oh, my God. This is great. Well, you keep on jabbering. You talk about this and that. Well, you keep on jabbering. You're talking about this and that. I finally realized why they repeat shit in the blues. You're supposed to infer that she won't stop running her yap, so he's got to say it again. Well, you know, you keep jabbering. You talk about this and that. Well, you keep jabbering. You talk about this and that. I got news for you, baby. You ain't nothing but an alley cat. Turn off the waterworks, baby. That's right. Don't buy the tears. They don't move, they don't move me no more. How could you be so mean? Turn off the waterworks, baby. They don't move me no more. When I leave this time, I ain't coming back no more. Honey, hush. I say, come in this house. Stop all that yakety yak. Yeah, that's right. Make me a fucking sandwich, you unappreciative so-and-so. Um, all right. Thank you for that. All right. So I get it. So basically, not everybody who dresses like they're in the, uh, the fucking Tour de France is being a deuce. And I guess if you are riding at a, at a, at a high skill set level beyond 90 minutes, you don't want to be uh, your body to be burning the muscle that you're trying to be building, so you need to eat. I get it. Now I get it. All right? Why do you call them Fred's? Is that right there, Fred? I got to look this up. I want to ride my bicycle with a padded fucking ass. Bice- I can never spell. I always spell bicycle B-Y first. Bicycle term Fred. Fred is a der- derisive term. I thought a divisive, a derisive term used by serious, in quote, road cyclists to describe other cyclists who do not conform to serious road cyclist norms with regard to dress and equipment and appear amateurish to them. Maybe they're convicted drunk drivers and they're on their way to work and they have to dress like it. The term is generally reserved for men um, while the rare female Fred is sometimes called a Doris. Oh, God, I got the hiccups. Does it stand for something? Are you guilty of being a Doris or a Fred? You know, I really am amazed with how liberal the left is supposed to be and just the amount of fucking name-calling in terms that they come up with people and how bullying they are. It's fucking ridiculous. All of that behavior they always made fun of on the right, you know, they're just doing the same fucking thing. You're an apologist. You're a fucking this. You're that. Shut up. Get a little bumpa with your deep down body thirst. Why did that just pop in my head? Gatorade is thirsty with your deep down body thirst. All right. Offensive sign. Oh, this is a great one. Um, my neighbor, unfortunately, made the news last week due to an abutting neighborhood and a budding neighborhood neighbor hanging a three by five middle finger 
overlooking our new neighborhood. Picture and story attached. I saw this. This guy lived, you know, in a nice wooded area, and then they cleared out the woods, and they're putting down these obviously bigger, more modern houses. This guy hated it, probably fought with the town for the development and lost. So he, he has this giant sign that's just a middle finger at the neighborhood. Um, we just moved in there. Uh, we just moved in, and there are 10 children under 10 years old in the neighborhood. Of course, we just don't want to expose our children to this. Expose your children to what? The middle finger? People have asked the guy to remove the sign from his property facing ours, but he claims his First Amendment uh, rights protect him and as such has continued to have the sign overlooking our neighborhood. Uh, Well, I watched the tape. The cop said, yes, it is within his First Amendment right. Even shining a light on it at night, that's fucking hilarious. We assume it is due to the new construction noise. Um, I don't think it's, you know, it's not the noise. It's that you cleared out all those fucking trees. Probably you have a bigger, better, more modern house than him or her. The first time I saw it, I took the high road. Rather than tearing the thing down and asked him face to face, he just stared at me and said freedom of speech and went inside his home. He is supposedly an attorney. Oh, so he has a nice home in a wooded area. I love it. So I'm sure he is just waiting for me to do something stupid like trespass and tear it down. Do I just ignore this asshat? What would you tell your four-year-old kid who walks by it daily? Here's the, here's the news story. I would tell him that's the middle finger. And that's what you do when somebody cuts you off in traffic. Then it's over. And just say that that guy's mad because we cut down all the woods. Maybe he's a conservationist who loves conserving nature after they've cut down the trees that built his house. Then he becomes a conservationist. That's what I would do. I think you guys are 100% overreacting. And in a way, you're actually making this guy feel better because he's bothering you that much. I would tell him exactly what that is. What do you tell your 4 old kid who walks by it daily? Does your kid really ask you? Turn it into an educational thing. How many fingers is that hand holding up? One. Oh, my God. You're so smart. And how many fingers are down? One, two, three, four. That's right. Four plus one is what? Five. There you go. Congratulations. Um, Yeah, I think you guys all need to just enjoy your brand new huge fucking homes. This is what I would do. I would make a sign that waves at his sign. (laughs) Just have fun with it. What you're doing is you're, you're doing exactly what he wants you to do, is he wants you to be upset. So I would just not be upset, and I would teach a kid what flipping the bird is. I mean, you live in Massachusetts. He's going to learn soon enough. What do I tell my four-year-old son? Jesus Christ, what has happened to the fucking world? Um, hobbies and tomorrow, tomorrow, I love you, tomorrow. I'm a childish kid in an orphanage. Um, a parentless kid, sorry, childless kid, parentless kid. All right, dear Billy, tomorrow. I'm starting to feel like things won't be back to normal for a while. It's made me reconsider whether or not it's worth it to continue certain hobbies, like collecting things or even my job sometimes. I could retire with the intent to get a part-time job somewhere in a few years to make up for retiring so early. Just wondering if you're losing interest in anything or suspect you'll be cutting out hobbies. 
Uh, I'm losing interest in sitting around. Um, I miss, I miss living my dream as a comedian, um, a working comedian. And no, I, I, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm keeping the old stiff upper lip here, and I'm trying to do what the CDC is telling us to do. And I just really wish that we had leadership that could somehow, you know, across the board. If we just had, if the Democrats and Republicans could just fucking work together, and if CNN and Fox could stop pitting Americans against each other, if we we could just all fucking pull in the same goddamn direction, all the fucking money that's being lost, can we just get everybody fucking tested? Can we just put a fucking thing on the House floor to just say, fuck this, let's just take money and fucking put it towards this? Find out who's sick. Find out who isn't. Get the sick people away from the healthy people. Get the healthy people back to fucking work. Why can't we do that? Who would be against that? CNN and Fox would be against it, without a fucking doubt, depending on who fucking came up with the idea, because that is their brand. Fucking assholes. Everybody on CNN and Fox should be fucking... Everybody involved with both of those channels should be considered... uh, treasonous citizens and just kicked out of this fucking country. What they've done to this fucking country just tore everybody apart because they're not journalists. They're just doing op-ed pieces. Just rants about, you know, oh my God, you have a blue tie. Oh my God, you're a fucking genius. Oh, you have a red tie and vice versa. It's just the stupidest fucking shit ever. Um, All right. Underrated appliance. Dear Billy Nonstick. Sometimes I see people using random appliances. I nor my parents never owned. I'm a toaster guy. That's all I have on my counter besides the coffee maker. Every now and then I think, could I be doing better? Do you have an ice cream maker? Food dehydrator? Panini maker? Anything underrated that requires attention? Uh, Loving listening to you and Bert talk to Saget the other week. Congrats on your baby boy. Thank you. Um, I have a panini maker. Um, my wife, you know, Nini the panini maker. She was all about the paninis, and now it just takes up space. Every once in a while, you know, when she was pregnant, she started craving them. I started making them. And if you have, if you use a panini maker, one of the keys is is when the cheese inevitably drips out. Uh, once you take that sandwich off, as the sandwich cools a little bit, that wonderful crunch as you cut it diagonally because you love the person you're with. I always try to get over there and try to. Start the cleanup, you know, before because cheese will fucking it cools down and then it just becomes like I don't know what trying to get off of it. So before you buy a panini maker, just make sure you really love a panini to the point that you don't mind having to take a fucking hammer and a chisel. Um, I, a food processor is if you really cook in that type of thing is priceless. I do have a juicer. I have this is what I have. I have a toaster. We finally got rid of our two-slicer one. It just, I, I couldn't fix it. I couldn't get the handle to go down, and I, I didn't understand the electricity thing. And the only people I find out here, repairmen, that would fucking fix the goddamn thing, I had to go over to their house, okay? And I've watched enough of the first 48. I'm not going over to some creepy guy's house that fixes toasters. I'm just not doing it, all right? And uh, speaking of which, my, um, my paper shredder jammed in the most brutal way possible. I was putting a little standard size, you know, copier paper through there. And I think I put it 
bottom side in first. So when it got to the staple of the paper clip, it was up top and I can't get a grip on it. I literally took the whole fucking thing apart. I still can't get to it without taking apart the actual motor itself. And I have to unplug shit. And like I said, electricity is like magic to me. So I got to try. It's wizardry. I don't know how to do it. So I got to figure out how to do that shit. I got not meaning I got to find somebody in Los Angeles that will unjam a paper shredder. Um, All right, that's it. That's the podcast, everybody. Go fuck yourselves. Have a wonderful couple of days here. And uh, please stop watching Fox News and CNN, okay? And find a reason to like somebody across the aisle. People are allowed to like what they like. People are allowed to vote how they want to fucking vote. Let's, I don't know. Is it going to be up to us to try and figure this fucking thing out? Because... Everybody else is using it as a way to make fucking money or, or, I don't know, redefine their fucking political stance. I, I have no idea what the fuck's going on out there, but, you know, states acting independently where we're going to open up and blah, 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 blah. Now there's a spike and then CNN and Fox just started all over again. It's fucking Groundhog Day here. So, um, I swear to God, they better make a fucking goddamn day off in a statue for all these fucking wonderful men and women that are figuring out how to fucking you know come up with a test and 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 get a cure for all of this shit because uh uh i don't know what other people are doing not everybody but it's just i don't know what are you doing bill you were signing off you're right i was signing off all right let's go off positive let's help each other all right be a good person wave to that guy with the middle finger all right go fuck yourselves i'll talk to you on thursday